Hey, what's going on, everybody? My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins, and tonight we're going to talk about Coinbase. Uh, Coinbase is in the news. Coinbase is a place where you probably keep a lot of your crypto. Uh, Coinbase is a place where uh, you uh, may have made a lot of money. Uh, maybe you lost some money there. Uh, Coinbase is a place where there are trillions of dollars in assets located right now. Well, guess what? Coinbase is in the news because Coinbase users are getting hacked and they're losing lots of money. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Black Financial Channel. This is the BlackFinancialChannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I am your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day uh, under one condition. The condition is that you must be B1, a.k.a. Black First. Uh, black First means that we put our own community at the top of the priority list. Black First means that we love our people before we love everybody else. Uh, black First means that uh, we understand we must be one uh, in order to be successful. And that hashtag is B and the number one hashtag B1. Uh, if you agree with this philosophy, put a hashtag B and the number one in the chat. Uh, this hashtag B1. So let me talk to you guys about Coinbase. Um, there's some crazy stuff going on with Coinbase. Uh, get, first of all, I want to ask you all, how many of you use Coinbase for your crypto? How many of you uh, have even a penny in the Coinbase account right now? Uh, let, let me know if you've got, if you own Coinbase at all. That's Their, their color is blue and uh, they're pretty popular. It's a very well-known app and it's a place, uh, Coinbase is a place where there are literally uh, hundreds of billions of dollars in crypto. Like there's a ton of crypto on Coinbase. In fact, um, uh, I'd be curious to know, I'm actually going to look it up, but I want to see, I want to say um, that there's definitely hundreds of billions of dollars in, in, uh, of crypto there. And uh, a lot of people, um, you know, a, a lot of people uh, trust this company. Uh, a lot of people trust uh, Coinbase to protect their, uh, their crypto. Now, here's the thing. There is uh, a reason to be concerned you know, about what's going on with crypto, uh, what's going on with Coinbase in particular. Uh, I just saw the story on CNBC and uh, it basically is talking about some people that got hacked. And it's not just a couple people. There's literally about 12,000 customer complaints all around the country, 12,000 complaints about Coinbase and their horrible customer service system. And uh, and I read a terrible story about a poor guy who lost, who had a million dollars in crypto and he lost $700,000 because somebody broke into his account. And uh, he called he called Coinbase. He called the customer support team and they pretty much just kind of gave him the middle finger. They kind of told him, like, well, you know, hey, that's that's uh, that's that's your problem. It's your fault. Uh, you you really you know, that's you, you should have put your money here, partner, if you if you can't protect it. And uh, and I thought that was kind of a crappy way to respond to a customer. And uh, this is according to what the guy said. Now, obviously, there's two sides to every story, but it's not just one story. Um, I you know, it'd be one thing if it were just kind of like a one-off. But actually, uh, Coinbase is getting thousands and thousands of complaints right now uh, from customers who feel that the company isn't doing enough to protect their assets. Now, why am I bringing up uh, this whole situation with Coinbase with you right now? Well, it's because uh, some of you have assets and you have money there and you really need your money and you want to protect your money. And uh, and so in this um, article that I saw, it was, on, it was actually on CNBC where they were talking about what's going on with crypto, uh, what's going on with Coinbase in particular. They were basically saying that look, the experts say pretty much what, uh, what what we've been telling you guys as well, which is that cold storage is the best way to preserve your crypto, right? You know, store it offline, and uh, and that that makes sense, right, for most people. 
Uh, but then there are some people who don't really want to do cold storage, you know, because cold storage uh, has its own limitations, uh, meaning that if you lose your keys, then uh, you can actually just lose all your money and nobody can go get it for you. No bank can go recover it. There's nobody you can cry to. You can do whatever you want. And and it's not coming back if you lose that key. And so uh, effectively, one of the things you may want to think about is if you do have money on Coinbase, I would encourage you not to put all your money on Coinbase, right? Meaning that if you have crypto, I would encourage you to maybe spread your crypto out, uh, diversify a little bit, uh, get your money out in different places so that you're not in a terrible situation in the event that uh, something goes wrong with your account. Now, by the way, uh, in the Black Business School, we do have a crypto investing club. So if you're interested, you can feel free to go to the blackcryptoclub.com. Uh, also, the Black Crypto Club is going to meet at the All Black National Convention. Uh, crypto is, uh, the, is an important industry to be involved with. Uh, there's a lot of money being made there, but it's also a wave of the future. It's something that you want to be in right now. I don't think you want to wait because most of these cryptos, um, especially the top two or three, like Bitcoin, and Ethereum, et cetera, are expected to double, triple, quadruple in price uh, over time. So uh, if you're interested in learning about crypto, uh, don't be scared. Feel free to go to the blackcryptoclub.com. The URL is on the screen. Now, let me read some of this to you. Uh, in this article, it says, uh, after thousands of customer service complaints, Coinbase started a new live uh, a new live phone support line. But numerous customers remain frustrated with the company after its latest effort to increase their address their concerns. Take Eric and Molly Richardson for example. The text message on Eric's phone alarmed him so much that he pulled over to the side of the road. It was a sunny afternoon in July. The retired attorney clicked on the message, which said someone had logged into his account. Uh, he logged on and soon got an email that his two-factor authentication had been changed meaning his security settings had been uh, had likely been compromised. Then the nightmare got worse. He and his wife, Molly, so you know that they're probably not black. I don't know a lot of white. I don't know a lot of black Mollies. I mean, if your name is Molly and you're black, I apologize for that, but I don't know any black woman ever named Molly. Um, he and his wife, Molly, had served nearly one point, had saved nearly 1.1 million in cryptocurrencies. Suddenly, a fraudster started withdrawing all their, their Bitcoin investments, about $700,000, as Eric watched, and there was nothing he could do. I was panicked. Uh, it was the feeling I hadn't had in a long time. Uh, and so uh, long story short, it, he says that the message was probably a phishing message to get him to uh, click on a link where, where he gives gives away his um, login information. So in case you don't know how phishing works, phishing basically is where they'll send you the email. And so you want to look out for this. Everybody, I want you all to watch out for this. They'll send you an email saying your two-factor authentication uh, settings have been changed, Right. And uh, and that that will make you click on the email. They'll say click here to confirm that it's you, right? And then when you click on it, they'll say here log into your account so you can confirm that nobody stole your uh, two factor authentication settings. Well, guess what? You log into your account, and they're getting your username and password when you log in. Do you understand what I'm saying? Give me a yes if you follow what I'm saying. How those phishing attacks work. So uh, what you probably want to do is if you get that email. Saying, give me actually, give me a yes. Give me a yes in the chat to let me know you understand what I just explained to you. They'll send you the email telling you, "Hey, hey, 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 uh, hey, Courtney, hey, Montez, somebody uh just just changed the two-factor authentication settings in your account. Somebody just logged into your account. Was that you? Was that you?" And then Charles, uh, Charles Gunn, you jump in and you say, "Oh no, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. Uh, uh-uh, no." And, and they say, "Okay, well, well, click on this link so you can make sure that we know it's not you, right?" So you click on the link and they'll take you to a website with a URL that's very similar to, but not exactly identical to Coinbase, right? So they'll send you to this uh, fake website where you will then uh, give them everything that they need to know. 
in order to thoroughly rob your black ass, right? So uh, effectively, uh, the argument obviously is if you get a message like that, go right to the website. Do not go and just click on that link. Uh, because they're going to take you somewhere, but they're not going to take you where you want to go to. Now, do me a favor. Hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe. But if you have not done it yet, uh, one of y'all asked me about the Shiba Inu coin. Uh, you know, do I, I bought it for fun, but I don't own it as a serious investment. So if you want to know my two cents on Shiba Inu, ain't nothing to talk about. Ain't nothing to talk about, except it's, 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 you know, it's, it's fun. It's, it's a casino. It's gambling. It's, it's like, it's like literally you're buying a coin and you're saying, my God, I hope Elon Musk tweets about his dog. So that the value will go up 300%. So it's totally okay uh, to buy Shiba Inu, but I just kind of need you to make sure that you're not that you're not thinking that Shiba Inu is the same as a serious investment. That ain't what it is, partner. I'm sorry. I know I might have hurt some of y'all's feelings, and, I, and I'm not trying to do that. But it, that's not Shiba Inu is not your most solid investment you can make. And if you're putting more than say two percent, one percent of your portfolio in a place like Shiba Inu. You're probably not really investing. You're you're actually gambling, and so uh, so Coinbase um, is still moving on. They're launching. Uh, Coinbase is launching a marketplace for NFTs. NFTs are built on the Ethereum network. That's one of the reasons why um, I I want to own the hell out of Ethereum because Ethereum uh, right now seems to be the place to be. I mean, but the thing is, this is this can always change. Um, you know, nobody knows uh, what the future is going to look like. Uh, as it pertains to uh, to any of this, nobody knows who the winners in this industry are going to be. Uh, we just think that we do, but we don't really know. You know, remember at the beginning of the internet, everybody thought Netscape and and AOL were going to be the winners of the <laughs> of the internet race, and and obviously that's not true. So effectively, uh, crypto is here to stay. And uh, I, I assume for Coinbase, this is just going to be a blip on their radar screen. Um, I mean, who, what do they care that some dude, some random dude lost a million dollars or $700,000 of his money? Who do they, what do they care if he lost his life savings? Uh, they, they're going to keep keep on taking. In fact, they gave the guy a refund. And uh, this made me really upset with Coinbase. And this is why I wanted to warn you guys about it. They gave him like, not even a refund. They gave him like a, like a slap in the face. They gave him like 500 bucks. Like this dude literally lost... Um, <laughs> this dude literally lost seven hundred thousand dollars, and they gave him uh they they gave him five hundred dollars back, and and I just kind of think it's uh it's sort of sick. It's like just don't give him anything. Like if you, if you want to say you know f you, then like just say it. Like don't don't insult him by sending this poor dude um you know a couple of dollars. And so right now uh, there's a lot of money on Coinbase. And if you want to know some practical thoughts, uh, advice beyond the phishing thing I mentioned to you earlier, if you get an email like the phishing emails or, e- or one of those text messages, just don't respond. Go to the go to the website. Um, the other thing is you may want to also uh, put your money on different exchanges. Uh, that's something that that I do. Uh, you know, one of the rules of investing is diversification. Uh, so you don't want all your crypto on Coinbase. Uh, you know, you got four, five, ten. You can probably find three, four, five, ten places. Or more if you want it, but I wouldn't go that that far, but maybe like three or four places where you've got a little crypto here, a little crypto there. And you want to ask yourself this question. Banks call this a stress test, right? You want to do a stress test and you want to look at every single place where you have money and you say, if I lost all this money in this account, what position would I be in? Like how screwed would I be, right? And if the answer is very screwed, then that means you're probably under diversified. Or if you own a certain stock, and and you you like the stock and you find yourself pouring all your money into that same stock and it's got 60% of your portfolio, you want to ask yourself, okay, if this stock went down to zero, how would I feel? Would I would I would I say would I not care? 
because it's just, you know, it's just a, a wave in a big ocean? Or would I be utterly, utterly pissed? Well, if the answer is utterly, utterly pissed, then you're probably under diversified. You probably need to spread your money out a little bit. And uh, and I can't emphasize this enough, especially now, because, you know, the big crash is coming. The big crash is coming. The stock market is not going to keep on firing in all, on all cylinders like it's been doing for the last year and a half. The big crash is coming. It's like, you know, if the baby's been up running around the house and jumping up and down and jumping off the refrigerator all day, eventually the baby's going to go to sleep. The baby's going to run out of energy. Y'all know that. And, it, and and you know how babies are. Like, you don't even know when they're going to fall asleep. They just, they'll just be running around going crazy. And then one minute, next minute, their face is planted on the carpet because they just literally, like, passed out in mid-sentence, right? And that's kind of what the stock market is. The stock market is like that baby that'll just go to sleep on you in, in, in any minute. And you got to be ready for that. So I would encourage you to just know that the baby is going to go to sleep. And when it does, just kind of make sure you're ready. Don't put yourself in a position where you got 80% of your portfolio in Dogecoin and then the market crashes and suddenly you're crying to me because you lost everything. Don't come crying to me now. I love you. I'm, I love you. But I'm going to have to say a little bit of I just a little bit of I told you so. A little bit of I told you so because a lot of what's happening right now is not investing. It's gambling. Uh, gambling culture is big right now. Gambling culture was heavy during the pandemic. Gambling became a wonderful hobby for a lot of people because they were bored when they were sitting at home all day. And so now a lot of the sports gambling transferred to Robinhood and Coinbase. Uh, Robinhood gamified deliberately game robin coinbase does it too coinbase does it also but uh robin hood uh in particular was accused of gamifying uh a lot of the uh of the transactions right so they took and in a way it was a good thing right and to some extent it wasn't so terrible but they took the thing that was uh kind of supposed to be like simple and almost boring and they made it super exciting and they made they gave you this buzz this dopamine rush when you made an investment and they were you know where they learned that from let me tell somebody guess in the chat where they uh, where they got this from. Somebody get somebody tell me uh, in the chat where do you think Robin Hood learned uh, the art of gamification as as a tool and a tactic uh, to get people to buy buy and sell more stock. Where where do you think they learned it from? Why do you think these apps are doing this? Why do you think where do you think they learned it from? Boom! They learned it from the casino, the casinos. The, the casinos um, basically do this. They use dings and bells and and sounds or whatever and whatever little zaps and buzzes to get you uh, excited every time you win money. So you win money. It's like, right? Well, now all the apps are doing this. The investment apps are doing this because their goal, their number one objective is to create maybe another 30 million young gambling addicts. You know, and uh, and I just, you know, I hate to be the old man shaking his fist at the air. My wife makes fun of me when I do that. But I'm like, I said, no, I'm not the old man shaking his fist at the air. I'm the OG who's giving you some game on what's happening to you right now. I'm not the old man shaking his fist at the air. I'm the OG who's literally laying out the truth, whether you want it or not. I'm not here to ask you or beg you to take this information or to believe what I'm saying. I'm just here to tell you that this is what they're doing. This is what's going on. And they make it uh, again, Tanya, you're right, too. Thank you for that point, Tanya. The video games, <laughs> the video games. If you go listen, I, I anybody, uh, a lot of y'all might know this. I, I assume, you know, uh, but I love this video game uh, called Call of Duty. Uh, how many of y'all any any Call of Duty players in here? Uh, call, you know, call of Duty Warzone. Anybody play that game? And uh, and I'm going to tell you, Call of Duty is like the most fun shit I've ever done in my life. Like it's totally like this awesome excuse to go and blow people's heads off and not go to jail for it. 
and uh, and it's very realistic, uh, just to the point of being disturbing. To something you know that I don't think any ten year old should ever uh, should ever be observing or participating in. But then again, hey, how else are they going to get their uh, participants in the military? <laughs> how else is the military going to recruit its soldiers other than making sure that every nine year old knows the difference between an LMG and an AK forty seven? Right? How else are they going to get their soldiers for the next generation? Right? So Call of Duty is a video game that. Uh, is a lot of fun. It's very realistic. And if you ever get the urge to just want to go and blow people's heads off for nothing, uh, just go play Call of Duty. It's fun. I play with my guys and most of the guys I play with are in their 40s and 50s. So it's not it's not a teenager thing. It's a it's it's a thing for people of all ages, usually men, but there's some women in there as well. And uh, and, and and if you watch uh, when I get into something, I like to study the background of it. Where did this come from? How did they do this? And I was watching the video from some guy, an Asian dude, where he was talking about how they created Call of Duty and and how they developed the game. And what he talked about was the fact that they went and studied casinos and they studied how casinos get you coming back. And they studied how the use of randomization allows you to form, to uh, get the user to form an addiction to the game so that they, they don't know if they're going to win or if they're going to lose. Right. Because predictability May, it bores them, right? The the gambling addict gets bored with things that are predictable, right? Same thing as uh, same thing, ladies. Like if if a man uh is coming to your house and he knows for sure that you're gonna give it up, then he he's gonna keep coming for a while. Then he's gonna get bored. He's gonna go focus on another girl, right? But if he and, and if he knows for sure that he's not going that you're not gonna give it up, right? He he's not gonna come to your house. Why would he come to your house? You know, he's not gonna get nothing, right? And, you know, some guys, right? And but if there's like a randomization, like you know, you might get some, you might not. It might be, you know, it might be your luckiest day ever or it just might be another night. Well, that keeps him coming back because he's like, hey, maybe today is going to be my lucky day. Right. Well, the same thing is done in in um, in in casinos that randomization randomization is one of the secrets to keeping Pablo's dog addicted to the drug. That's uh, that's, that's used in um, casinos. It's used on, on video games. It's used on investing apps like Coinbase and Robinhood. It's also used on social media which is why you have so many people who are literally social media crackheads. And you know what I'm talking about. Um, Y'all know what what it is. I mean, you you know people who... Uh, some of y'all may, may be in this category and I'm not making fun of you at all uh, because, you know, we, we all could be accused of that. But, um, you know, because a lot of us were tweaking when Facebook turned off. But the thing about it is that this creation of the social media crackhead is largely driven by the fact that they spent a lot of time studying how to make their product addictive. Because if you make your product addictive, then people are going to buy it and you're going to maximize your profits and make a lot of money. Uh, that's what the tobacco companies learn. Uh, that's what um, that's what uh, uh, new, the, uh, the brother on New Jack City when Wesley Snipes played. Uh, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, Nino Brown. That's what Nino Brown learned. That's why crack was so profitable. Uh, the, so- the social media crackhead is incredibly profitable. The video game crackhead is incredibly profitable. The person who's addicted to their Coinbase and their Robinhood app and is trading on it every day is incredibly profitable. Because in case you haven't noticed, every time you trade on Coinbase, you are paying a fee. Every time you trade on Coinbase, uh, they are they are taking money from every transaction. When you buy crypto, they take money out. When you put money in your account, they take a little bit out. When you sell your crypto, they take a little bit out. When you pull your money out of your account, they take a little bit out. And that's why Coinbase uh, literally made more money than God last year. Uh, Let me see Coinbase revenues. Let me look this up. Do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button. If you haven't done it yet, uh, please do that. 
Coinbase's revenues in uh, 2020 were $1.14 billion, $1.14 billion. And uh, that number uh, has increased dramatically because this year they made $1.8 billion in the first quarter. So So in the first quarter of 2021, Coinbase made more money in one quarter than they'd made in the entire previous year. Their money's growing by leaps and bounds. It can't stop, won't stop. Uh, They don't care uh, how many angry customers they have because people are going to keep on coming back. Uh, I just want to make sure I warn the B1 Nation that that this is a thing, this is real, and this is what's happening. So do me a favor. If you could, please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button. Just a reminder, uh, if you're into Forex, we now have a Forex uh, division in the Black Business School. We are teaching Forex. So if you, and we found a great guy named Courtney Logan, who's going to lead our Forex department. And uh, if you're interested in joining our master lecture on Forex trading and you want to get started, go to b1forex.com. The URL is on the screen. That's b1forex.com. Please hit the thumbs up, share, subscribe button if you haven't done it yet. Also, don't forget we have the All Black National Convention coming up. That's going to be uh, at the end of this month, October 29th through November 1st. <clears throat> we literally, I thought we had 40 experts. I was, I, I mentioned we brought it together 40 Black experts. Actually, we have 50. We have 50 speakers, <laughs> 50 speakers at this year's All Black National Convention in every area from uh, how to shoot a gun to how to grow your own food, how to buy real estate, how to start a school, how to start a business. We got Akila Nihunda, an extraordinary rapper. We got rappers here. We got real estate ex- experts like Julian Gordon, medical experts uh, like my sister, Dr. Latanja Watkins, Nathaniel Jordan, the Minister of Wellness, Queen Afua, Nuri Muhammad, Riza Islam, Dr. Claude Anderson. The list goes on and on and on. I cannot even name all the black experts we bring together. This might be the largest gathering of black experts and speakers anywhere. I don't know of any other conference or convention this year that has brought together 50 black people to speak <laughs> on their area of expertise. So it's going to be epic. It's going to be massive. We're going to have an award ceremony. We're going to have the B1 ball. Uh, we're we're going to just do it big. And we're going to have speed dating, just all kinds of speed networking, all kinds of fun stuff for you to do. Uh, these are two brothers, for example, that'll be there, Freddie Taylor and Al Duncan. Al, both of these guys are millionaires. Uh, you're not going to know about them because these guys are not on TV. Uh, they, they don't dribble basketballs. They don't bust raps. They're not, you know, acting in your favorite movie, but these brothers are millionaires and they're independent black millionaires who care about the black community. These need to be our superheroes. These are the guys we need to pay attention to. These are the real men in the community. They ain't got a string of babies, mamas. They both love their wives for many, many years. Uh, They have kids in their home that they take care of. They care about black people. These are my heroes, and these are two of the guys that are going to be at the convention. So, and other people like Queen Afua. You might know about Queen Afua. Queen Afua is my version of Dr. Fauci. Uh, she's the person that I lean on for medical advice when I want to learn and understand how to have a healthy immune system. I don't want to know how to take another pill. I don't really care about how to go get another jab. I can learn that on TV, but I really want to learn how black people can have healthy immune systems so that we don't continuously get taken down by all these viruses out here. Uh, and and so your, your immune system system is your most natural defense. That is God's defense. And people like Queen Afua can teach you those things. So if you want to come to the convention, uh, we, we we are out of discounted hotel rooms. We have sold out on the discounted hotel rooms, but there are nice hotels in the area near the near the, uh, near the conference, near the uh, resort, but also even on the resort, they still have space, but the rooms are, it's a very fancy place. So the rooms are not at, at a discounted rate like we had before, but, uh, but we do have group discounts 
college students, if you bring a valid student ID and let us know in advance, uh, you can actually get in free. So college students can get in free with a valid student ID. So uh, tell your wife, tell your kids, tell all your friends uh, that the All Black National Convention is going down. And at the ball, one of the great singers is going to be there is assistant in Victory Boyd. And I'm super proud of Victory Boyd because Victory actually is not just such an amazing singer that Jay-Z signed her on the spot. She signed with Rock Nation and she's now world famous. She's from our community, y'all. Seriously, we blew her up. We made her famous. We made her a superstar. We she already was signed with Rock Nation, but she said in front of a crowd full of white men, black people, that I wasn't really out there until they shared my video of her singing the Stevie Wonder song, and she blew up and went viral on our platform. So now she's world famous, and she went to go sing at the uh, season opener for the Super Bowl, and uh, they told her if you don't have the jab, you cannot sing. And you know what she did? She gave them the middle finger. I'm not telling you to get the jab or not get the jab. This is not what the conversation is all about. But these are people that you should know about because they stand for their principles. They stand up for what they believe in. These are the people that we're honoring at the B1 award ceremony. These are the people that uh, I want you to hear from. So these are the people I represent. This is where I come from. This is who I am. So uh, feel free uh, to take a look at allblacknationalconvention.com. We will have uh, virtual access, but virtual access is not the same as physical because there are going to be some sessions we cannot get you into through a camera. We would love for you to come down to Orlando and join us. It's October 29th through November 1st. Uh, You can go to All Black National Convention to learn more. Also, we have an a complete educational track for children. So even your children will be transformed. Even your children will be transformed. So feel free to go take a look. Uh, that's my my pitch on it. The reason I'm pitching it is because we would love to get your support because, man, this stuff, trying to really do this independent black thing is tough to do. But believe me, we are the toughest. And I know we're going to do it. We're going to do it well because we're the best at everything we do. So anyway, hit the thumbs up button, share, subscribe button. Be careful with your Coinbase account. I don't think you should close down your Coinbase account if you have it. I just want you to make sure that you're aware of what's going on and just know that um, the thing about risk, The thing about investing, the thing about wealth is that you have to understand that protecting your wealth means protecting it from all things that can jeopardize your economic standing. Right. So when you talk about your Coinbase account, um, you know, protecting your wealth isn't just about diversifying among assets. It's not just about picking the right crypto on Coinbase. Uh, It's not just about uh, buying hold. It's also about making sure that your money isn't all locked up in one location where one bad incident can can screw you, right? A lot of people lose a lot of their wealth very, very quickly because of one bad choice or one bad situation or one bad move in the market. You saw, you saw the crypto market crash back in 2017. Y'all saw that. You saw how it was flying high. It, the gambling culture took over. Everybody was feeling good. People were running in the street, butt naked, excited because they made so much money, right? Coinbase, I think, was just coming out at that time, but they were making a killing, right? Literally taking $1,000 and doubling it and tripling it within a month. So it created a heavy gambling energy, heavy gambling atmosphere. You have things like BitConnect out here, that out here in these streets, people are making money from BitConnect and trying and swearing up and down to me that BitConnect is a great investment. And I told them that, no, it's not. Well, you know, um, that things changed, right? We saw that market crash. So I don't want the same thing to happen to you now. So the number one rule is to diversify and to protect your wealth. And I'm telling you, don't put all your assets in one app. Put Spread your money out, spread your cash out, spread your uh, stocks out. Uh, don't just own a Robinhood account. You might want to have a Robinhood and an E-Trade and a TD Ameritrade. Uh, same thing with your crypto, okay? That's really a great way to protect your assets. 
so that bad things can happen. Also, you don't want to have all your money in stocks and crypto. Uh, if you can get into real estate, if you can, right? If you if you're in a position to buy a property or buy a house or do multifamily or whatever the case may be, you may want to consider doing that. Uh, also, you get you if you've got a business or if you don't have a business yet, maybe look into starting a business so you can start another cash flow stream. Uh, I think uh, I forgot how many millions of people. I think 4.3 million people quit their job in the last month or two alone, right? So ultimately, uh, there there is the great resignation is a very real thing. And what's happening now is that millions of people don't want to go to work no more. And I'm really happy about it because I've been telling y'all for years, I don't believe in going to work. I, ain't, I haven't gone to work since the 90s. And I've been telling everybody about it, but did nobody believe me because they, they just were so addicted to the corporate plantation. Well, now, uh, you know, the, the, the greatest thing about this recent pandemic is that it woke a lot of people up. It made people stop and look around and realize that there were a lot of other possibilities out here for you that were better than that stupid job with that stupid boss and that stupid racist, horrible situation that you were in before. So um, I encourage you to uh, continue to expand your horizons, continue to learn, continue to grow. This might transition also into things like uh, knowing how to educate your own kids so that you can stay home and work from home, things like that. Lots of families are doing that. And actually, that is a theme at the All Black National Convention. Uh, we do have educators like King Randall, who built a school, 21 years old, brother, built a school in a month. Right. Everybody talking about it takes eight million dollars and 85 years to build a school. And one day my school's coming. This brother built that school in a month at the age of 21. We have other people there who, who know how to educate black children. Uh, and so uh, if you want to come out, I hope you'll come out to, to join us and hang out. It's all black national convention dot com. Uh, that's as much as I have to say about that. I'm going to get out of here, guys. Uh, please have a good day. Please hit the thumbs up button. Share subscribe button on your way out. And uh, I will see you guys soon. So take care. God bless you. Um, I'll talk to you later. Peace.